Greetings all. It's the North South Podcast. Yet again, we have the three amigos in here. Unfortunately, our boy Archie did have to work tonight. He could not make it. We do we did tell him to hop in in case he happens to hit us up. Who knows? Maybe we get a special appearance, but unfortunately it doesn't look super likely. We'll see what happens. But you have the three boys. You got the shorts. You got Zanelli. And you got me, Jacobs. The shorts was about to go on a little bit of a tangent, and I love it. Go on your tangent to start. The shorts, first of all, let me ask you, how are you today? Um, I'm doing great. Back again for another week. Uh, have a very fun podcast coming up. Probably my favorite from last year. Probably our one, yeah. probably one of the favorites we did all time, probably. Yeah. Uh, now and, go off on your tangent. Can yeah, you? no, of course. I was, I was just talking about how, you know, I've, I've begun to take appreciation in a lot of sports coming on uh you know i and jacobs talks about you know march is his favorite month of of sports nhl nba nfl is just closed up march madness is here baseball's coming back spring training up in march i'm enjoying this time you got the nhl playoffs beautiful playoffs it's uh, those two, it's that first week of march is that is the tour the first week of the tournament is my favorite week of of sports sure 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 yeah yeah NHL playoffs, we all know, phenomenal. NBA playoffs have not disappointed this year, I will say. This is one of the better years of NBA playoffs. The game quality is good. The matchups are good. Uh, I've been watching NASCAR a little bit. What am I doing watching NASCAR? It's not bad. UFC runs runs year-round. It's great. Max Holloway, big win over Arnold. Yeah, Max Holloway looked phenomenal. PBA, I know we're gonna hate on it. I watch it. I love it. I enjoy it. Every Sunday, there's a major coming on. Jason, Jason Belmonte, the one that from down under, is absolutely <laughs> throwing dimes. Uh, and then, of course, I'm gonna talk about it again. I'm gonna talk about WWE. WWE is so fun to watch right now. I, 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 I very much enjoy it. Cena's back, isn't he? Uh, he Isn't was back. He was back. At, he was back at WrestleMania. There was this young guy, Austin Theory. He's a lot like they're saying. Like John's gonna end up passing the torch to him. He's a lot like him. And they fought at WrestleMania for the United States title. Uh, if you guys don't know, John Cena is very popular for that title. He probably had one of the best reigns around 2015 with it. You know, they they faced at WrestleMania, and, and the idea was, you know, put Austin over, let him beat John, so they know that he's a true threat. Austin's a big heel. They, he gives a low blow. Uh, and then he does the little John Cena thing, puts the bare knuckles on, classic John, punch, punches him 
right in the right in the mitt, one, two, three count, Austin Theory, you know, retains. But with that being said, Roman Reigns is about to be champion for a thousand days coming up Whoa. in May, late May. Uh Cody Rhodes is back, bleached hair. You know, he's he's hunting for that title. Brock Lesnar's got the neck tattoo like a thug. Yeah, Brock Lesnar looks like I'm, that might be the scariest man on earth. That's a big man. Brock Lesnar is a tank. Yeah. Uh, and and there's there's a lot of other guys doing their thing. So, you know, it's just fun to watch. I've taken the the appreciation in sports lately. I love it. Mr. Zanelli. Mr. Zanelli. Hey, guys. How was your guys' weekend? Hey, Dad. I, I was a busy weekend. I worked all weekend. I, I barbacked twice. Even bartended a little at 113. They let me bartend a little. I nice, bartended nice. a wedding. It's it was it's been a busy, it's been a busy week. I uh, I laid low this weekend. Honestly, I really didn't do much. Um, okay. but yeah, I, I, I took, I took this weekend off. Let's hear about your weekend, Steve. Let me hear it. Well, I was gonna I was debating on going out to Maggie's on Saturday night with my cousin, but um, I decided just to stay because I was like really tired. I I, mm-hmm. I was getting up early on purpose just so I can hit the gym. Um, shout out to my cousin Frenchie. Happy 90th birthday this past Saturday. Happy 90th, Frenchie. Everybody in that party was 80 plus except me, my brother, and my parents. So that was pretty cool. I love Um, that. Sunday, I did not do much. Just caught up on some sports. uh, But I definitely agree with Declan. NBA playoffs have been nothing but spectacular. Um, Go Sixers. Get the broom. Get the the broom. What are the Nets doing in the playoffs? Getting swept. Gonna get uh McCall Bridges, just hand them right over. Thank you very much. Oh my god, just please. Um, so before we go into NBA, I would like to take a moment. Right before our podcast, um, we had some um <clears throat> some pretty big news happen. Um gonna get serious for a second. Aaron Rodgers is officially a fucking jet, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> how oh many, my God. Jacobs, how many episodes did we wait to finally announce this news? Like, officially. What episode how many episodes? What episode it's is this? It's been like two months. What episode is this? Uh, this is 59. We're 59 episodes we've been waiting. 59 episodes. <laughs> I hate that, man, with my whole heart. 59 episodes. It feels like the Aaron Rodgers drama has been going on for 59 episodes. Ever since we started the podcast, it was always, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? And then all of a sudden, he's at, you know, training camp. So, you know, every year it's it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, what's what's the deal? What's going to happen? And, you know, now, now it's finally here. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. The only thing that we haven't really mm-hmm. been told is how they're handling the money situation. But the compensation has been agreed on. So Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. The Jets also receive Green Bay's first round pick this year. So they're moving back from 13 to 15, and it's a first round swap. So Green Bay will move up from 15 to 13. And like I said, the Jets will now be picking 15th. Luckily, we found that out right before we're doing our mock draft tonight. So that worked out well. Um, Also in the draft, the Jets will be getting – or excuse me, the Packers are getting the Jets' second-round pick this year, sixth-round pick this year, and they are getting a conditional second-round pick next year, which turns into a first-round pick 
if Aaron plays 65% or more of the snaps, which, I mean, would you would think would be likely. Um, and then it, it's, you know, if we're being real here, I think that puts the Jets, you would think anyway, barring any kind of craziness and any injuries right around, I think contending for the AFC East title personally. Um, I think it's, that's a late first round pick for, for the Packers, but it's still another pick for, for the Packers. I, I think both teams made out really well in this trade. I don't I don't know how you guys feel. I know we've talked about it, but it's never been official. You know, he's, he just came out and said he wanted to be a jet. Competition wasn't talked about. I think it's good for both squads. I think I, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was one of those things where the Jets needed to make a move. They they couldn't be. They had to be in the playoff bubble, which they were until they lost the last five games. I believe it was something like that. Yeah, the, the Jets were looking to playoffs. They were knocking probably. on the playoff door. They were seven and three, I think, at one point with one of the best defenses in the league and nobody a quarterback, and they almost made the playoffs. So, I, you know, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, clearly the Jets are in win-now mood. Like, let's go. We got to go now. We need to start winning some some football games before our franchise genuinely goes into the, into the ground. Yeah. So, I, I think from the front office, it was a desperation move. I, I think it'll pay off, though. I think they'll be contending for a playoff spot. Uh, they'll, they'll be contending for the division. I truly think that, even though – you know, I, I think the Bills and I, I'm trying to think who did they pick up? They didn't really pick up anybody. They haven't done a lot. But but that roster is so stacked. So I, there's only there's only so much you can. But build. I'm telling you, them losing Leslie Frazier is going to be a big deal. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So you know, we'll have to see what happens. But if you're a Jet, if you're a Packer, Packers, Aaron, and the front office, both sides wanted to get it done. Uh, and, and like I said, the Jets needed to make a splash, and you know which which they both did. So it look, it's looking like we'll wait till after the draft, but it's looking like Jordan Love is going to be the guy in Green Bay, which no, we talked about before. They, they were, they've, said, they've said, Guttenkunz came out today in their press conference and said having Rodgers here for another year would hinder Jordan's development. Like he's their starting quarterback. It's he's their guy. They've said it. He, I'm telling you, he's their guy. Utah State, right? Correct. Good, good pull. Yes. Utah State. And fun fact, before I pass it over to Steve, Joe Namath already came out and said, I don't know if you guys heard this, you know, because number 12 is retired in New York. He said he would let Aaron Rodgers wear it. And Aaron apparently is not going to. He's going to wear number eight like he did at Cal. Yeah, so he wore that in Cal, right? His yeah. college number, yeah. So, Steve, what do you think? <sighs> No, it's definitely – it's good. Like, it's finally happened. Happy. I'm happy you're happy, brother. Oh, my God. Long, so long happy. time waited. I bet yeah. all Chicago should be celebrating today. Yes. <laughs> and, Although, I will um, say this, it's about damn time. Yeah, no, I know. It took, it took way too long. Like, yes. it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, an, it's insane how long that actually took. It was two, two and a half years in the making. Yeah, really. Um, ironic enough too, you know, ooh, excuse me, that Packers and Jets second time they've made a trade for a Hall of Fame quarterback and, you know, first Favre and to let Rodgers be the starter and now Rodgers to let Love be the starter. So I'm excited. Uh, Dylan, if you happen to be listening, my brother, Dylan, big Jets fan, shout out, you got your boy. So more power to you. I don't think there really is too much more NFL news. Um, 
I'm sure there's a couple of things that happened, but boys, I'll ask you now here live on the pod. Do we want to go over a couple other little things or are we just going to hop right in and stay in the NFL and knock in this draft? I mean, do we want to run through the playoffs real quick? We do we want to do the playoff stuff first or do we want to hop in the mock? Let, let's let's run the playoffs real quick and we can close it out with. Cool. All right. So, um, We'll just real quick. Oh, so yeah, we'll do our MLB stuff at the end then. I think that's a nice little, you know, segue into the final cool. stuff. And NBA and NHL, both first rounds heating up right in the middle, the thick of things. Some NBA news as well. Ime Odoka. Well, Nick Nurse, Steve actually texted me. He said, Did Nick Nurse actually get fired? I was like, he, Yeah, I think he was going to resign. Him and Masai Ujiri, their, their GM, president of basketball ops, whatever he is, it wasn't looking good. He's gone now. Um, I, I think it's it's pretty mutual. I think Masai just kind of the one to be like, yeah, no, you're done. It's, but that's how I feel. Yeah. everybody said Ime Odoka was going to be the hot name for the Raptors, but out of nowhere, literally not even an hour ago, Ime Odoka signs with the Houston Rockets of all teams. Yep. Nobody saw that coming. I sure no, they said Nick it. Nurse. From what I heard, Nick Nurse was going to be going to the Rockets and Ime was going to be going – to um to the Raptors is what what I had heard so it, it's big it's 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 really big um and more basketball news Giannis is playing tonight game four he is officially set to return back in the lineup that's so that, humongous I'm telling you that they don't win that series without Giannis I don't know Jimmy's hurt Oladipo Tyler Hero I want to bring that up with Oladipo man his career that's such a shame over. yeah. It's his patellar tendon, his left knee. He's already had two major right knee injuries. That that whole series has just been nothing but injuries. That's a shame. It really is. A lot of the playoffs. Yeah. No, it's a lot of the playoffs, especially that series. It's a fourth major injury in that series. I mean, Jimmy's hurting. Giannis has missed games. Hero's out. It's it's a shame. It really is. Nobody wants to see that. Um, So, I guess we'll start with that series. Uh, 2-1, as of recording, they are playing tonight. So, you know, you'll be listening, and it'll either be 3-1 Miami or 2-2 going back to Milwaukee. Um, you mean 3-1 Milwaukee? No, oh, wait, no. My, Miami's, Miami's up 2-1. Up yeah. Oh, Miami's up 2-1, oh, yeah. I thought I, – I must have been mistaken. I yeah, no. Uh, I my glasses Mil- real quick. Milwaukee won game two pretty big, pretty easy. Um, Miami won game three. It it, you know, Jimmy went off. So, I, I don't know. I, I The series, I still like Milwaukee with or without Giannis. I think it goes seven if, if Giannis is in play. I think it goes six or seven with Giannis playing. I just think, I don't know. I It's a mental thing at this point, but I I still think Milwaukee is I, – I think they're, they're a little rockier than they were before, though, I will say, moving forward, especially – you know, I, I, I think we can even kind of segue into the Knicks. I was wrong. I'm not afraid to say it. I thought the Cavs and Knicks would be a closer series. The Knicks, other than game two, and the Cavs just absolutely fucking annihilated New York. Um, the Knicks have owned the Cavs. Evan Mobley has done nothing. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, other than one game, really hasn't had a lot of help. Uh, and Jalen Brunson is a star, I think it's safe to say. That contract's great. Yep. Josh Hart has been a superhero for the Knicks since coming over. 
and has taken a lot of the load off R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. There's a lot of talent on that New York Knicks team, man. Like, you look up and down the roster, all of a sudden it's like they're loaded with talent. And um, I think, you know, as long as they can close out their 3-1 lead at some point, whoever they place – I mean, if if Milwaukee does escape from Miami, I'm telling you it would not shock me if the Knicks knock off Giannis and and the Bucs or Miami either way. To see the Knicks in the conference finals – it would not shock me. I don't know how you guys feel about that. No, and it's it's just crazy what a good basketball environment does. Yeah. The chemistry's there. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart both played at college together. The New York atmosphere is phenomenal. MSG uh, is wild. Yeah. Wild. Julius Randle, the fans love. Emmanuel Quickly, the fans love. Oben Toppin, they want to see more. But Oben Toppin, I know he's doing – you know, he's, he, he's not putting up big numbers on the points – part of the uh, stat line, but, you know, he's playing good defense and he's, he's, he's getting off the glass. Don't forget about Jericho Sims. Uh, Well, I was also going to bring up RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett's finally starting to come out of his shell a little bit. I know, I know we said about the Knicks, like how they're one of the Sixers rivals. Like we always got like just fun beef with the Knicks. I'm really happy for the fans. They They they, deserve it. No, they deserve it. They've went through hell and back with this team in the last decade. And, they're, they finally got a lot of talent on that team. They're playing with so much skill and athleticism and just hustle. Like Steve, honestly, since since Patrick Ewing, they've had a couple of decent teams. You know, Allen Houston and Spreewell with some of those guys. But, I mean, like, you had Lynn Sanity for a little and then Carmelo. But, like, that's, that's a very small sample size. We're talking 20, 25 years of, like, for generally brutal – Brutal basketball to watch in New York. The Mecca of basketball. And this and this Knicks team isn't great either. They're a good team. Not a great team. But no, but like Steve was saying, great, great hustle group, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're it's a winning basketball team for sure. Fun to see. Steve. Yes. Spike Lee, yes or no? We 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 liking them. I was big on them. In the beginning, when I really started to watch basketball, yeah. I know he's a passionate fan. I get it. Everybody's got their own passionate fan. I think I low-key feel like he plays too much of a role as just a super fan. You know what I, I mean? I agree. Yeah. But I like it. Um, let's just go into it. Philly. Like we said, ten nine eight. get those brooms out. Even without Joel Embiid, and what did I say, Tobias Harris? I, I love it, love it, dude. Him, him and Maxi, dude, what a duo they they had in this whole series. And I don't think Harden played bad. I really, that's what I was exactly what I was going to say. He didn't he shoot well. Good. I know that, and he didn't get to the line. But let's be honest. When does, short, does Harden really shoot well that much? He, he's never been like a great, super efficient scorer. That's what I'm he saying. He gets a lot of points at the line. And there's a lot of shots up. He, this is a lot of assists out. Yeah, it's it's just different. And B-ball Paul, baby. That's oh just what Paul God. Reed do. <laughs> That's the best quote. G League King. What oh and what a statement for you know picking up Joel Embiid's absence. Mm-hmm. D- nice double double scored when he had to. Yeah. F- 15 boards. That big offensive rebound. Eight. 15 rebounds, eight of them offensive. Yeah. And got to give credit where credit's due. He does things that will not show up on the box score. Dude, 
seeing PJ Tucker in a Sixers jersey, given that 50-50 hustle. Oh like, my god, it's this I is, really do love it. I know this is what we were waiting for. Yes. Do I still think he's getting overpaid to do it? Absolutely, but you had to do it. You had to do it, and I really give I mean my I, trophy. I'm pro. I'm pro PJ. Pro yes. PJ. I agree. It's and there's really not a whole lot of people that are you know disliking PJ Tucker. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, yeah, he was because you know at the beginning of the season, oh, we're paying this guy. What was it? Thirty million dollars. Let me tell you, when you see how chippy it's going to get against Boston and how wild him and Marcus Smart start talking and jawing. We're going to fucking love P.J. Tucker. His team ain't going to back down. He's not going to let James Harden get hurt. He's not going to let Maxi or Tobias. Or I mean, I think Tobias can hold his own personally. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's not going to let Joel. He's just going to be that guy who says, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go right now. I, mean, I love it. Can I, can I ask you guys something? Like, be brutally honest. Yeah. The way, the way they played the series against the Nets. I'm saying, like, the whole series. Yeah. Do you think they'd beat Boston? If they yeah, I do. You really do? I do. Okay. Here's my thing. You could tell Harden was still kind of trying to feel it out. They're trying to get the whole dynamic of this team for the first time together in the playoffs. Joel's getting doubled the sec- and tripled the second he gets the ball. Tobias is really coming into his own. Tyrese, the second, the, the second, he's just awesome. And Harden doesn't need to score like that. PJ Tucker does his thing. Robert Williams is going to be the X factor, in my opinion. Like Grant Williams is, you know, a big deal as well. But Boston's deep. I can't say they're not. But other than game one, they're not being as dominant as I thought they would against Atlanta. And maybe that's just Quinn Snyder with adjustments. I don't know. I, but I, I honestly think, like, from what I could tell – their defense is not good. It's not what it was. It's not. And who knows? Maybe it ramps up in the second round. Maybe they're just trying to coast right now, and then they bring it on against Philly. But if they're doing that, that's a tough thing to do, just to flip it on and flip it off, Actually, in the playoffs. A, another X factor, other than uh, Robert Williams, Derek White's been snapping. Yeah, and Malcolm Brogdon can go off at any point, and his defense is awesome, and but although we you could say the same for Philly, DeAnthony Melton had a pretty good series. Uh, that his fourth quarter in Game Four. That was that's, not. That's my thing. Like, you just have at any given time. This let's be real here. In Game Three, the Sixers coasted. Oh, to yeah. start the third quarter, and that's why they're up by thirteen and a half, and then all of a sudden they're losing, and then they finally had to come back and win. But you don't have to win pretty in the playoffs at the time. A win is a win. And they're winning. They won big. They won gritty. They came back and won. They won without their superstar. And they I, get a long break. I Yeah, I just... Boston's got to play an Atlanta team that won't back down. I think Boston wins in five, personally, but... Probably, now that DeJounte Murray's not playing. That's my idea, yeah, I would say. And but... I think Trey Young is so overrated. What do you mean? Well, We're gonna get the Bogdan Bogdanovich game. Works for me. Let him get the, it. Um, fun Let fact: did you, guys, did you guys see on the Athletic that um, NBA players like that? The, the other was the 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 most voted for answer, but they asked anonymously for NBA players who they thought the most overrated NBA player was, and Trey Young got the most votes out of I like agree. any that's single player. Suck. I, that's miserable. Like that's 
I think he's overrated. I personally can't stand him, but that that that's egregious. That. Nobody deserves that, though. <laughs> no, nobody. Like, like I, I feel bad. Like, that's, that's awful. Terrible. That's terrible. I don't. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Declan. Won't that's be why. overrated next time. Yeah. Okay. Play but, some defense, bud. Yeah. I there's but that's my thing. There's a lot of people like Jordan Poole gets talked about so much for how awesome he is offensively and what he can do. That man does not play a lick of defense. Like he is hardcore a defensive liability. <laughs> so I'm just it's not just Trey Young to be fair, but I know I get it. Um, and then the last series we we, we said Boston, Boston and Atlanta. It's three one. I think Boston wins in five. Maybe Atlanta comes out one more time with a swing. Um, I, I'm hoping they can try to get it six. I don't see it happening, but yeah, I, I mean it's it's got Philly, Boston written all over it. So that's what we all wanted. I think it's what the whole country wanted. For being real here, um, Sh- that, shout out to the Timberwolves. Yeah, I would say the West. Um, <laughs> Timberwolves almost blowing a um, a forty, forty not forty. I'm sorry, uh, a, a twelve point lead with two minutes left last night. I after the wedding, a couple of us, me, Kristen, and um, girl Hannah, the you know bartender with us. We went to uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game, you know, have a quick snack and a couple beers. And they had the game on. I watched the Timberwolves just about blow that game. And if Nikola Jokic makes both free throws at the end of the game, they win by one. And it doesn't go to overtime and they get swept. He made one or two free throws. So, you know. Yep. Aaron Gordon made a big block on Rudy Gobert, though. It's always fun to see somebody like that, like Rudy Gobert, who always – Blocks people get blocked. I love that, dude. Embiid got postured by Cam Johnson. You mean Nick Claxton? No, uh, Cam Johnson. I heard what you said, but I mean Nick Claxton. Yeah. By the way, fuck Nick Claxton. He's a clown. Clown. <laughs> I, I will say him. though, he was cooking. He was. Oh, of course, Nick Cla- Nick Claxton has came a long way. Did he? Improved tremendously. Yeah. So, he's still a bitch. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> did shitty. <laughs> Dude, that's going to stick for the rest of his career. Yo, he came out hot to start game four, though. That's what I'm saying. He's not him, a bad basketball player. Him and Claxton player. had the first, like, 16 points for the Nets. He'd be a good six, man. Yeah, but that's why the Nets got swept. Um, yeah, I... The Nuggets, like, is there any chance they don't win in five? Like the yes. Timberwolves, man. Like, yes. I, I think you got to move on from from Cat at this point. I mean, I think it's Anthony Edwards' team. I think if you can try to move on from Cat, get like, a wing player, maybe another guard for Anthony Edwards. Well, who's their starting point guard? Mike Conley. Mike Conley, yeah. I mean, he's still good. I like Mike Conley. He's a good veteran presence, too. But, you know, I the team is constructed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but the team is constructed, like, it's not a team that's going to win anything. I, I just don't think Gobert and Cat are going to coexist like that. And Anthony Edwards is the face of that franchise. So, we'll see. But um, Clippers and Suns. Declan, I would like to pull up a tweet. I took a screenshot of it. I really hope I didn't delete it. I know exactly where we're going with this. 
Steve, I don't know if you saw this. Um, on 421.23 at 11.34 a.m., Declan Ashorge tweeted out, it sucks to say that it feels like Kawhi Leonard is the worst superstar of all time. How do you feel about that tweet? You know what, Declan? That's not a bad take, bro. Thank you. I, I couldn't disagree more. It's Remember, this is one of those kind of situations where I, I'm going to say it. The best ability is availability. And that man I agree. is never around when the time is right. And no, it's something, like, what is that? No, it's something I heard a possible when they were talking about, you know, how, who was it? Um, it was Rick Buecher was on Calvert today. They were talking about how Minnesota needs to move him. If you're Minnesota and you're the Clippers, why not try? I, I don't think Kawhi's going to want to go to Minnesota, if we're going to be real here. But why not try to do something with Cat? And with Kawhi. I, I mean, if you're the Clippers, you, you have to move on from Kawhi at some point, right? I don't think I, – I think L.A. likes Zubak a lot. No, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying you, you got to do something. I, I just – they have wing P- – I just – I don't know. I, I, I Kawhi, when he's healthy, he's a machine. You saw it in games one and two. You have two injury-prone wings on your team. And that's what I'm saying. You got to move on from one of them. And I think I'd rather keep Paul George than Kawhi right now. Not not because of talent, just because I think Paul George is a little bit more available than Kawhi is. Yeah, I agree. So they're never on the court at the same time. That's a shame, isn't it? And the one time they were was the 2020 bubble, and they blew the three-one lead. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Ever since 2020, what has the man done? Or ever since 2019, what has the man done? In the bubble, but then 21, he tore his um, his meniscus and Achilles, I think, or ACL, I think, right, right before, and then he missed all of last year. So. And and it's 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 not even that the year before he won the title he sat out the whole year right just All about like seven games I think yeah uh, then he went and won the title then he went signed with L A signed with Paul George complete disaster in in Los Angeles by the way I'm gonna say right now that's a fail bringing Kawhi and Paul George back that is a fail but you had to do it like I get it you had to do it though yeah no I mean. The opportunity came, and it was like, okay, you got to take the chance. But it's just like it's it's it gives Chris Paul twenty twelve vibes to the Clippers. Jacobs, let's let's ask you the question: Who do you think is the worst uh, superstar? The most overrated superstar, or the worst. I think they're both different. Um, I think Trey Young's up there. I really do. He's not. I don't um, think he's a superstar. What's I don't up? have him as a superstar. I think he's hyped as a superstar ever since the playoffs against the Knicks and the Sixers. <sighs> let's talk let's, real quick. I guess we can just do it real quick. I, I don't want... The two that comes to mind is Ky- Kyrie and Kawhi. I was going to say Kyrie. That was my, my next thought. Kyrie's incredible, but he's <sighs> – don't get me started on Kyrie. Right? Yeah, you can say the same him. thing about Kawhi. Kawhi – Kyrie's more in... – But at least Kawhi keeps his mouth fucking shut. Of course but right now, I think Kyrie's a better basketball player. Kyrie is in – you see Kyrie is a better offensive player. He plays no defense. Kawhi can still score you 30 to 40 points. He showed it in the first two games, and he's still a lockdown defender. Mm-hmm. Kawhi is the better player that's not close. Kyrie doesn't play defense. Like, come on. I don't know. But I just – What healthy it's... Kawhi Leonard is possibly the best two-way player in all the game. So, like, again, when healthy, I get it. But 
I don't know. Trey Young's up there. Kyrie's up there. I think Carl Anthony Towns is up there. I was going to say Carl Anthony Towns. And I love what he does, but he's up there. Yeah. Um, Dylan, fuck Dylan Brooks, by the way. Oh, my God. He's a clown, too. Yeah, love he got it. he got bitched by LeBron. Yeah, he did. I love it. Good for him. Love watching Anthony Davis hang on the rim. I think I, it's I, fun. I think it's good for the sport. So do I. Just what not from him. You think like Dylan Brooks is good for the sport? Just like how like like a he's a bad guy. A guy like I think of Colby Covington. The only problem is he stinks. That's a, like if you're gonna be that guy, like Marcus Smart. For as much shit as we talk about him, the dude can hoop. Sure, I can't stand him. I can't Dance. stand him, but he's fucking good. I know. Dylan Brooks that... is a bum. He's a bum. But yeah, that's two one. That's another one tonight, game four. I I never thought I'd say this. I hope the Lakers win another one. Why? They be I hope they beat the Grizzlies. Oh, I hope okay. the Grizzlies, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I hope they win another game tonight. Um did is did John Moran respect is for Ja? 40, is that forty what? Did we lose respect for Ja? Why? No. No, that's why I'm at is that forty five point he scored twenty two straight fourth quarter points. How do you lose respect for the man? Because he's kind of just like I don't know. Ain't nobody ready for the West. Look at my gun. Pew, pew. And he's on the Grizzlies. All right. I mean, I I disagree, but it's fine. I think people are more I think people are more pro uh, Lakers right now than they are Grizzlies. Yeah, oh, I never thought I'd see that 100%. either. I will say, well, because that'd be Lakers and um, who would they play? Because it's a two seven, so they play the three six. That's Warriors Kings. Oh, that's a great series. And Warriors versus Lakers, give it to me. Fuck Kings versus Lakers, give it to me. Either way, the Aaron Fox injury is going to suck. Another big injury. Right, Dude, that that could go to seven. I hope it does. Oh man, Raymond and Sabonis. Yeah, you know who's emerging out of that series? Kavon Looney. Yeah, yeah, he's looking good. Well, why don't we just jump right into it? Warriors Kings. Go ahead, take up, it away. Tied up 2 2. De'Aaron Fox is out for game five. Uh, Warriors come back and win by one point. I believe it was last night, was it? Last night the game was? Yeah. That, 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 that series could still go either way. I, I'm leaning Warriors because of De'Aaron Fox, and I was leaning them before. I just think they're the better. Until the Warriors win a road game, I. I... I don't know. If they win game five, then sure. But I, I – They've been there at the end of the day. They've been there. I, I – Declan, I understand it. They're 11-30 and 30 on the road this season. I, I just – until I see them win, that place is going to be fucking – have blood out for Draymond after game two. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't know. I think it's the near Fox injury makes a big difference, yes, but – Game five will be big. It's going to be huge. Winner of game five wins the series, plain and simple, in my opinion. So, and then, um, is that, is that all of them? Suns well, Clippers, four, really four five? Too much. It's 3 1. Suns. That's been an awesome series. Wow. Shout out to also, shout out to Russell Westbrook. Thank you. And shout out to, I still think he's overrated, but he's, he's playing Roman awesome. Powell. He's back. Norman Powell, fucking awesome. Norman Powell. Um, shout out to Kevin Durant and Chris Paul, though, post game. Kevin Durant backing him up big time. 
saying like every it's really easy to hate on on Russ, but like to do what he's doing and since he's come to the Clippers especially is has been very, very impressive. That's what I'm saying. Chris Paul came out and said Russ is one of his closest friends and people who really don't think Russ what he's doing is impressive, don't they don't know ball. So I'll give him props. Shout out to Ross. He's been very impressive in this series. Very impressive. He stepped up. But you know what? Before this Clippers run, it was very, very easy to be like Russ is not what he used to be. When you shoot as shitty as he does. He's still not. I, I'm i just saying. Yeah, it's – but. He's still not, but he's overhated. Yeah, but he, he, he makes it that way for himself sometimes, though. It's like – Players like that, I don't, I don't, I don't have sympathy for sometimes because your, of it. Your nickname has been Westbrook for a reason. For a reason, and then like going at the Suns fan at halftime in Game One, like come on, like it, it, it's like, dude, like I don't know when he's just put respect to my name, like make your shots then first of all, and then you can't let it get to you that bad. Like come on, like I don't know. It's just, but whatever. Um, how about the NHL playoffs? It's cool. been electric. Kings and Oilers last night, Sunday night. Kings come. I mean, the the Kings go out to the lead. Oilers come back, tie the game. Kings take it. Then the Oilers come back. It, it's just been back and forth. Carolina. Fun fact: Logan got off of work tomorrow night, Tuesday night, game five. Carolina's up three one. We uh, we believe we're going to be going to the game. Me, Logan, and Kristen. Hell yeah! Possible then cl- ask this bassy. Possible clincher in Raleigh. PNC. I'll give you a clincher. Whoa. You're going to be give me a clincher next weekend, brother. <laughs> hey now. I see you in like ten days or something like that, dude. And I requested those days off. Me and Jenna oh going to be God. driving up there on Thursday morning. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So. Yeah, Carolina up three one. Even even game three when they got they they ended up losing five one to the Islanders. It was one to one with like five minutes left. The Islanders scored two goals in like forty seconds to go up three one, and then put on a couple at the end. Carolina wins five two last night. They're looking relatively good um, in the series. But how about Florida? I'll give them credit. It's three one, but they're hanging in there with Boston, which is really fun to see. Um, Toronto and Tampa has been an electric series. Fucking goals after goals, dude. Um, super, super exciting. And I know I'm forgetting the other. Uh, Rangers-Devils. Game three was awesome. The Devils won in overtime. Declan, your your pick for the Stanley Cup isn't looking too hot so far, though. I'm not worried. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How about them Rangers? Yeah, dude. I got them. I, don't I have them going all the way, but losing? Or no, I have I, them going to the Eastern Conference semis. Too bad I think they were losing the first round. Conference finals. I think you had them losing to the Bruins, didn't you? Yes, that's what it was. Yep, I had them going all the way to the uh, Eastern Conference with uh, the Bruins. And then you had the Bruins losing in the Cup. Yes. Um. Yeah, dude, East has been fun, but dude, the West, man, Vegas and Winnipeg, that's been an awesome series. Uh, I think Vegas is up two one currently. Maybe yep. three at two one. Um. Dallas and Minnesota, we knew that was that. That's been a fucking yep. awesome, awesome series. Uh, Dallas came back and won. 
the big big game. They lost the overtime game too. It was huge. But uh, they 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 they've got the series back to two one now. They play tonight. Um, fuck. I, why am I blanking right now? Maple Leafs Lightning. That was the East. We talked about that. That's been awesome. Um, That's Avalanche, been the best series so far. Kraken, Kings Oilers, Wild Stars, and Golden Knights Jets. Golden Knights and Jets. Yeah, Wild and Stars. We talked. Um, Let's go Kraken. Yeah, I mean, I like Colorado, you know, and they're doing it without their captain, Gabriel Landeskog, which is impressive. Um, I just don't like Hextel, so I, I'm not going to – It's your boy. What do you mean? Shut the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> if Whittle, if you're listening, do me a favor and just text Steve right now and say, fuck you, Zanelli. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know we're not going to touch on the NHL playoffs quite as much, but, dude, it's so fun. Overtime – there's nothing like overtime playoff hockey. You're just on the edge of your seat waiting and waiting. Is it bad? Like, I know how tired I'd be on Wednesday. I kind of hope it goes into overtime tomorrow night if we go. And the Canes win in overtime to clinch to go. That'd be awesome. Actually, I kind of hope it doesn't. I'm going to be real here. That's, a, that's a, another hour, 15. And then Logan's got to drive, like, three hours back to Columbia. Oh. Yeah. He's in for a long... I told him, like, dude, you're really trying to drive, like, four hours just to go to the game each way? And he was like, well, I'll meet you guys in Thomasville. We'll all drive together. They'll meet me in Greensboro from my last my last ever class tomorrow, Tuesday. My last ever in-person class. I have homework still for finals and stuff, but tomorrow, is, tomorrow is my last college course. Yep. How does that make you feel? Erect. Hey, now. Yeah, a little more erect once I'm done all my stuff, but May 1st. I think it's my last due date for everything between a couple of my classes. So we're getting there. But uh, see, maybe next Monday might not be the best day to record. <laughs> Tuesday might be a better day to record. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's the NHL. And um, I mean, it's just due to playoffs, like Declan said. It's the best – excuse me, the best time of the year. It's just been absolutely – as Mr. Zanelli and I would say, electric. It's been fun. Boys, I think that leads us into um, to the Big Daddy itself. Yes. The NFL is having its annual player draft this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So what better way to kick it off than with our favorite thing to do, the NFL first round north south mock draft let's fucking rock and roll boys we're just doing the first round guys like we said um the picks will go as follows the shorts will be picking first mr zanelli will be picking zanelli Zanelli will be picking second and jacob will be picking third was it strategic of course it was the shorts would be liking to pick the Eagles pick at 10, so he got number one. And Jacobs wants to pick the Bears pick at nine, so I'm picking third. We'll see if there's some sportsmanship with the Eagles pick at 30 with uh, Mr. Zanelli and Mr. Uh, the shorts. We, we'll, we'll, when we get to that point, we'll talk. But let's get rolling. Declan, you are on the clock. Let's hear the music. Bam, 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 bam. Bada, bam, bam, bam. All right, so here we are. The Panthers, they traded up a lot to get this number one pick. You know, they just fired Matt Rule, had the interim head coach. Now they're bringing in Frank Wright. 
They hire Josh McCown. They need just about everything on that team offensively. Quarterback, uh, they could use an edge rusher, O-line, wide receiver, running back, just about anything on that team. I mean, I like Damian Pierce. I don't there, – there's, there's a lot – Damian Pierce. The running back. You said they need a running back. I think they're good with running Damian back. Pierce is on the Panthers? No, I'm thinking Houston, but they signed Miles Sanders. You need another running That's back. That's right. That's right. Uh, but, you know, I I think they go with a quarterback, that Frank Wright, Josh McCown. They're setting up for him, and I think they're setting up for the right guy. I think, you know, it's it's time. I think they go Bryce Young, Alabama. So the first overall pick. Let's hear it. Let me hear it, Roger Goodell. And with the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. There it is. I'm writing it down as we go, too, so I might be moving a little slow, boys. Um, I'm going to star my picks as well. All right, so with the first pick, like Declan said, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young. Oh, also, also, disclaimer, last year – we made sure to give out uh, the full the full list of the draft, uh, pick one through 32. We're doing it again this year. Also, full disclaimer, which we have to talk about, I guess we can talk about now. The Packers are supposed to have the 13th pick, and the Jets are supposed to have the 15th, correct? Yes. Okay, they have it mixed up here. Jets have the 13th, Packers have the 15th. So do we want to just, for me – the thirteenth is the Jets on here. Just pick for the Packers. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, just a disclaimer. We'll 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 once you guys see, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. Oh wait, am I picking the the Eagles thirtieth pick? Thinking about it. I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, you are. Uh well then I'll, I'll we'll 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 talk, Steve. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe we can get a draft deal done, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Number two, Houston. The Texans, Zanella, you're on the clock. Honestly, Houston's in a great spot. They had a lot of key free agents signed in the offseason. Robert Woods, Jimmy Ward, Sheldon Rankins, even Case Keenum for some veteran presence in the quarterback field. However, since the Panthers took arguably the best quarterback off the board at number one, if I'm t- if I'm Houston, I'm taking the next best quarterback available. And with the second pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans are taking C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State. I absolutely love that pick. Let me tell you personally, and I mean, obviously, I, I don't like Ohio State, the fuck eyes themselves. But in my opinion, I would go C.J. Stroud. If I'm Carolina, I'd go C.J. Stroud one over Bryce Young. I, not that I'm not happy with Bryce Young if I'm a, if a Panthers fan. But if I'm Carolina, I'm going Bryce Young. So either way, if you're Houston, you're like you said, you are in the perfect spot at number two, in my opinion, depending on how you feel about the quarterbacks. But there's been rumors they might not even go quarterback, which I think would be crazy. But I don't know. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. This is a gross one. Um, There's been a lot of talk about this pick being moved. We're not going to do trades who knows? Maybe by the time this pod even comes out, it could all be different. Um, the, they, the pick could be traded. Who knows? But right now, Arizona's on the clock at number three. You can go edge rusher here. You go D tackle. I think you could even look wide out. Not at three, obviously, but later in the draft, they're going to need wide outs because it wouldn't shock me if if this could even be something where DeAndre Hopkins might get moved this weekend. 
I, it wouldn't shock me anyway. Um, but I think Arizona, the need, I, I think cornerback is almost a little bit of a reach right here. The, the two best players on the board, in my opinion, are here are Will Anderson out of Bama and Jalen Carter. Call me crazy here, boys. Everybody's talked about Will Anderson. I think the Cardinals, I think they go with best player available. No, I'm not going to do it. I was, I almost went Jalen Carter. I'm going to go Will Anderson. I think it's just a safe pick. I think he is an absolute pro. So the third pick in the NFL draft, the mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Will Anderson, Ed Rusher, the University of Alabama. Okay. So that's a safe pick. The Colts are on the clock. Let me pull them up real quick just so I could run you down what they need. So what they, need, they, need. They, they need they need a little bit for sure. Um, so if you're the Colts, you just fired Frank Wright. You're in a very interesting position after going quarterback, 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 quarterback scramble. Uh, you know, and you know, you're in the fourth, the fourth, you got the fourth overall pick. You, who's their coach? Who'd they hire? Shane Steichen. Oh, go birds. <laughs> Shane Steichen. I forgot about that. You know, Steichen's going offense. He's Absolutely. Go so with that being said, you look at the two quarterbacks, you have Anthony Richardson and you have Will Levis. Anthony Richardson's potential is through the roof. Will Levis, I think, is a coin flip. So with the fourth pick, I think they go Anthony Richardson out of Florida. I disagree with that. I don't. Richardson's a high risk, high reward. And yes. I like that, but I think with Indy, I think if you need to plug and play somebody, Will <laughs> Levis. That's that, that's me. But oh, Lori Markin and fun fact, NBA most improved player. Let's go. I, I forgot to bring that up for the NBA talk. The uh finalists <laughs> for that for that award. You could go any one of those players. Yeah. It was Jalen Brunson, Shy Gilgis Alexander, and Lori Markin. <laughs> but I think Lori Markin had the biggest change because Shy and Brunson were good the last two years. Yeah, I agree. Marketing was just a role guy. He, you know, he was a starter, like a fourth option. Yeah. He wasn't really getting much love, but he really he really played really well for the um for the Jazz. And he got an all-star selection too. Correct. Mr. Zanelli, you were on the clock with Seattle, and it's not even their their actual pick. They got this pick in the Russell Wilson trade from the Denver Broncos. Top five pick. Yeah, this is true, actually. This is the Russell Wilson pick, actually, if we're going to yes, be realistic here. Um, I think I'm going to go defense for the for the Seahawks. I think I like they that. have more defensive needs than they do offensively. You know, they got Geno. They got great wide receivers. Better line. And their running backs, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in the best interest of them, why not take the best defensive player prospect off the board other than – uh, Will Anderson. I'm gonna go Jalen Carter. I like it. Jalen Carter, D tackle, Georgia, the Bulldogs. Oh, fun fact. Speaking of, um, so I think I don't know if it went to Colorado, but somebody transferred from Georgia. Oh, to USC. That's what it was. One of their um, the D tackles transferred to USC. Did you see 15 players since the spring game from Colorado after Dion in a spring game? have entered the transfer portal. Wow. 15 Colorado Buffaloes have officially answer, entered the transfer portal. 
Wait, so 15 players want out of Colorado? Yeah, yeah, they're like they're leaving. Why? Is, uh, is Coach Prime good for the team in terms of like – I think it's because he's seeing them on the field and he's telling them that they're not going to be playing the way that they thought they were going to be playing. Uh, so they want out. That's my that's my hunch. So, yeah. Did you see, the, did you see the more. difference between uh, before Coach Prime and uh, after Coach Prime for like just a spring game? Did you see that video? It was It was sold out. Yeah, for a spring 40, 45, game. 45,000. They barely had, I think, a couple thousand last year. Insane, dude. Um, I, I'm excited to see what he does in Colorado. All right, number six, the Detroit Lions. Again, another team that this is not their actual pick. This is from the Stafford trade. This is – oh, I'm going to knock you out Devers. Sorry. Um, so, Detroit from the Rams. Here we go. I think Detroit – you got to go defense here. I mean, you have a need at tight end, but, and I have Detroit's pick at 18 as well. We'll see what tight end looks like then. Kind of, you know, a little bit of a hint going forward, but you don't go tight end here at six. There's too much talent on the board. You got to go defense here. You have a great offense already. Although Jamison Williams kind of, you know, big deal with all the suspensions happening in the NFL now with the gambling stuff. Um, he won't be there for the first six games. I think they'll be fine about him. Detroit defense, I would have went Jalen Carter. He's not there. Edge is a possibility here, but I think you have to in today's NFL. Like, I know you need to rush the passer. You have Aiden Hutchinson already, and I forget his name who came on strong the end of the season, the the other edge rusher they have. I think you need help at cornerback. You already bring in C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> he was in Philly. Changed his last name to Johnson. Um, that was a really bad dad joke. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> that was so bad. Um, I'm bringing in a cornerback though. If I'm Detroit, you just got rid of Jeff Akuda as well. If I'm Detroit and I am right now, give me Christian Gonzalez, cornerback with the sixth okay. overall pick out of Oregon. And that brings up. Another interesting pick for the shorts here, the Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. So, here we are, the Vegas Raiders, the seventh pick. Just picked up Jimmy G, Josh McDaniels, and their coach, Derek Carr, is out of town. This is the, in my opinion, this is the perfect spot for Anthony Richardson right here at seven. This is, for sure, an interesting pick, but I think they go defense here. Okay. Vegas defense has been a problem, specifically in the secondary. It's been a problem for a long time. They've been looking for a, a, a secondary guy for a very long time. So I think they go Devin, Winters- Devin Winterspoon out of Illinois. I like that a lot. Shutdown corner. Super long, lanky. I like him a lot. Guy they need. Yeah. Devin Witherspoon. Cornerback, Illinois, number seven overall. But Mr. Zanelli, you are on the clock with the Hotlanta Atlanta Falcons. This is actually a really interesting situation, considering before we were like, what the hell is Atlanta going to do? And then they signed half the free agents that were on the market, and they're actually, on paper, not looking like a terrible team. Yeah, I it looks agree. like they're actually trying to compete, right? I love it. I love that. The NFC South is wide open. Now, they need a lot of – spots on the defensive side of the ball 
However, they did sign Jesse Bates, the third. Yep. Which is, you know, one of one of the biggest si- defensive signings this Pretty year in good. the NFL. Yep. Boys, I'm about to drop a nuke for you. I know they just signed Taylor Heineke to a two-year, twenty million dollar deal. And they have, and they have Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Ritter, and they had Desmond Ritter, which not wasn't that impressed by him, to be honest. Looked a little, looked a little rough around the edges. But I mean, if you're the Falcons at eight, like, what do you really have to lose? So I, I cut in if you don't mind. I will say this: I think on draft night they do end up going an offensive playmaker, somebody like Bijan Robinson or Jackson Smith and Jigba, just you know to. They sure up the O line first. I think that's you think so. One. Yeah, uh, and it's weird for the Falcons because they filled a lot of holes, but you literally can go anywhere in this draft. What I got to hear this nuke though. I can't wait anymore. I got to hear it. I think I know what he's going to say, and I'm going to. So do I. You're going to freak out in a good way or a bad way? I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see what he's saying. <laughs> well, boys, you know this isn't my uh, expertise at all when it comes to podcasting. Anything that involves really college related, not my cup of tea at all. So that's why the Falcons are taking quarterback Will Levis off the board. Oh, my bad. God. That's interesting. I mean, are they really going to ride it out with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter? Like, come on. You take a shot in the dark at eight. Maybe for this year they wait next year and they go with a different guy. The problem is I think that they're possibly in the hunt for a division next year. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't they think they're at the top of the draft. I don't think they're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes next year. I don't think they're bad enough to be. They're, they're going to compete. And Will Levis seems to have a lot of talent. He, so four quarterbacks in the first eight picks. I love it. I love I mean, it. Too. A lot of these teams do need quarterbacks, though. For being I honest. agree. Boys. Jacobs. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Yes. Yes, sir. It's my turn, boys. Chicago. What's up, Bears? Sorry, I'm smiling so hard right now. Um I'm so excited to have a first-round pick again as a Bears fan. <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. Um, like um, like they said in Frozen, for the first time in forever. Let, let's not forget they fleeced the Panthers in this trade. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. Here's my thing. You have a quarterback. You have decent wideouts now. You have two tight ends that I, I really like in Komet and in Bobby Tunyon. You have a decent run game. First of all, though, could you imagine if they just went B. John Robinson right here? Oh, my God. I would fucking scream. But I think they need help in the trenches. Um, that's priority one, two, and three, in my opinion. And while I would absolutely love somebody like B. John Robinson, Ryan Poles, I think he goes either O-line or D-line here. I think you have to protect your your franchise quarterback. You got to give him time to throw the ball. So, with the ninth pick in the North South mock draft, the Chicago Bears select tackle Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. There's been a lot of talk about the great name too, Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. I like him a lot. Honestly, I think any of these tackles, Paris Johnson, Skaronsky, Broderick Jones out of Georgia, Darnell Wright, who is a fucking mountain of a man at Tennessee. You said, you said you're going Paris Johnson? I'm going Paris Johnson here. I, I just – I don't know. I I, I know he's Ohio State, but 
the dude can ball. He's a huge guy. I think you can plug him right into right tackle and let him play. And Skaronsky, while I think he might be a better NFL player, I think it's at guard or center. I think he can play tackle. I'm just more confident in trusting Paris Johnson at tackle. I'm more confident with Skaronsky at guard. And then the Bears need more help on the outside with of the line. So I, I, I go Paris Johnson right here, number nine. And that means uh, – the Can I be honest with you? The birds are on the clock at ten. I have no idea what they do here. You know, Howie, he's gonna he's gonna do some weird shit. He's gonna do some fuckboy shit. But hey, and Howie, we trust, right? Draft day, Howie. <sighs> There's a lot of things they can do. Um, you know, you could you could go Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Yeah. You could go. You could go Peter Skaronsky. Uh, he could. He could go from guard to center. They play out anywhere. Bijan Robinson, you can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of things that are going on, and you can go an edge. They need a safety, too. Safeties are far. Brian Branch is a reach. It's too. It, safeties are too. It's too early to take a safety. The only safety I'd even touch in the first round, like as Declan said, is Brian Branch. I wouldn't touch any other safeties in the first round. I don't know. And he's a late first round pick, in my opinion, mid to late. To be honest with you, I think they go edge. I think they go edge rusher. What do you got, Declan? And if they don't go edge rusher, I think they're going to end up going Bijan Robinson. I think. I think it's going to be Robinson. If I'm being realistic, I really do think he's going to be a, a bird. If I'm if I'm Philly, I'm going Tyree Wilson right here. If he falls to ten, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Tyree Wilson at ten. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, but if he falls can, to ten, man, I can see B. John Robinson. Who's I Tyree agree. Wilson? Uh, he's a DN, like a an edge rusher out of Texas Tech. Beast. He's he's fucking good. Him or Miles Murphy, you could go with. Yeah. And not go very wrong. Texas Tech. Right. Although there is a bunch of rumors about Derrick Henry to the birds. I don't like it if I'm I, – I, I don't want it personally. I'm not about it. It's funny how we just talked about the Titans because uh, the Titans are officially on the clock. Declan, let's hear it. Touchdown, Titans. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, was Nolan Smith picked? Not yet. He's not. What I thought. Okay. Way too early for him, in my opinion. Okay. I think he's a fringe first. I agree, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see him on the big board, so I had to scroll down. He was thirty eighth. Yeah, I think he's a. You you could be a first. I don't think he is personally. Sure. Sorry, Zanelli. Oh, it's my turn. Is there? Oh, it is my turn. I thought Declan was about to have back to back picks for some reason. I was like, oh no, no. (laughs) Um. Titans, I think it's it's clear as day where they really need help in, and that is in the trenches on the offensive line. You got to take one of the best tackles that's still on the board. I think it's obvious. We're going Peter Skaronsky. I love it. At a Northwestern. Pete. Number one ranked tackle, actually, yeah. for his position, and sixth overall in the prospects. That's, that's a good pick, although I did just text Jacobs before uh, – Dude, I think Njigba is going to be great. Oh, he's going to be a fucking stud. Literally, who are the two guys? That, Garrett Wilson and who, uh, was it Drake London? Chris Olave. Chris Olave. They both played together. All three of them played together in Ohio State. And both of those two guys said, Jackson 
Jackson's a better football player than us. He led the team in, in receiving yards, and then they didn't play in the in the Rose Bowl. And Smith and Jigba had like 300 yards. Yeah, I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah, he was hurt this year. Otherwise, he's a top 10, top 5 pick. And now Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. He's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, number 12. The Texans back on the board. They got their QB out of Ohio State. What better way to uh, to make your quarterback comfortable than to uh, bring in his college teammate? I think this one makes too much sense. You have Robert Woods. You don't really have a lot of wideout talent, though. So it's not like you're reaching, in my opinion. Like Declan said, the best receiver, in my opinion, here. You're not really going to see it on a lot of big boards. I think Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison, they might. Jackson Smith and Jigba is, in my opinion, the best receiver in this draft class. So with the 12th pick, the Houston Texans, wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Ohio State, to team up with his college quarterback, already have the repertoire, C.J. Stroud. All right, so 13, here we are, the Green Bay Packers. Another one that's dead obvious what they should take, right? I think this is fitting, too. Right when he leaves? (laughs) Yes, you have no no idea how fucking happened. Go out and get him. Quentin Johnson, TCU, the easiest pick of the day. Nope. Quentin Johnson. Wow. Who do they have a tight end? Nobody. Mercedes Lewis. What do you mean? (laughs) I'm sorry. Mercedes Lewis and his and his his wheelchair. Like fucking 30 years old. Well, yeah, I hope he's 30. I'm just gonna stop talking. Quentin Johnson. That sounds like a classic, like I think the tight end. Let me tell you, Quentin Johnson, absolutely. Lit up Michigan in the uh, Fiesta Bowl, I think it was. Dude, he was fucking everywhere. So good. But, but yeah, but now I think the tight end goes to the Jets. Truth, truthfully. Yeah, but you already have CJ Uzoma and Tyler Conklin. You don't need another tight end. I mean, I mean. Uzoma underperformed last year, yeah, but. Get A-Rod some help. You know, what a way to make him feel better than to get him something. Yeah. The real losers in this whole thing are the Patriots, in my opinion. Getting jumped by Green Bay now. I mean, you could. Miles Murphy's still on the board. Yeah, well, Steve, we'll let uh, we'll let Steve be uh, Bill Belichick, the uh, the general manager here. This is tough. New England's in a really tough spot, actually. It's a lot of skilled guys that got taken off the board. They need some O line help, but they need they need skill guys, honestly. I mean, they got Juju, but they lost Jacoby Myers. They got Riley Reef. They got James Robinson. I think this. I think if Bill Belichick probably can go with a safe pick here, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to back picks, offensive tackle. I'm taking Broderick Jones. I love it. I think. I think he. Uh, I think he's a beast. I just. I just think the Patriots are in a safe safe position to just bolster up the line. Really. I mean, mm-hmm. they're pretty much covered in most areas, right? Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion at all, brother. Out of Georgia. Another Georgia boy. Cool. All right. 
So the New York Jets also, by the way, I don't have to draft the Green Bay Packers after the trade today. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I was going to go tight end for sure with Green Bay. So this kind of – who the Jets here. I think it would be the Jets. I mean, I love Darnell Wright, but I think you really, really need help with uh, with your tackle position. Ooh. The Jets don't really need a lot of help on defense. And if they do, I think you're going safety. Uh, um, I'm not going to go tight end here from the Jets. If anything, like I said, you got to go tackle, safety, or wide receiver, in my opinion. Um, top two wideouts are already off the board. I like Jordan Addison and Zay Flowers a lot, but... Uh, fucking A. Let me protect Aaron Rodgers. Give me Darnell Wright. Another offensive tackle off the board. That dude's a unit. He's stupid. Do you have his stats about how big he is? 6'5", 333. It's unreal. What did you say? Darnell Wright? Yeah. Ooh, he's yeah, tall. Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. He's ginormous. Here's my thing, though. It's like... Makai Becton, for as great as he's been, can't stay healthy. Dwayne Brown is 38. You don't know if he's going to stay healthy. The tackle is a big question mark of the Jets. Get your tackle of the future, even when Rodgers is gone, in my opinion. And I, lo- I like that a lot with Darnell Wright. Uh, commies, I think this is a very easy pick. Joey Porter, Penn State. Talk about it a little bit. Cornerback, they, they need a cornerback. <laughs> it's uh, You look at the board, you got, you got Miles Murphy, B. B. John Robinson, Brian Breeze, Brian Branch. Safety, you know, you got defensive linemen. They need, they need, they need, a, they need a corner. So, you know, I think J- Joey Porter's a great pick. For, so they're for going. Long. You have them going um, back to back. Penn State first round picks. Then yes, I like it. Jahan Dotson and Joey Porter. So you're taking Joey Porter Jr. for the commies. Yes, I I really wish he would have been there right now for Pittsburgh at seventeen. How cool would that be? That would have been sick. To go to the team that your dad played for, it still could happen. I know know if Declan wasn't picking him, I was sure as hell picking him. I figured as much. (laughs) I was talking to my dad about it today. He's like, how cool would that be? And I was like, that would be awesome. Um, Steelers. So we're halfway through, by the way, boys. Sorry. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the 9-8 and Steelers. Yeah. They They need a tackle. They need they need more defensive help than anything, really. Considering yeah. there's guys that keep getting hurt, they lost some guys. I'm gonna go. What are you thinking here, Steve? I'm gonna go best corner available, I believe, for what we for what's on the board. I'm gonna go uh, Deontay Banks, Maryland. Okay, I like that. I, him and Cam Smith are a toss-up, in my opinion. I like Emmanuel Forbes a lot out of Mississippi State. He's like 160, 170 pounds. But he's got height. He, and he's so long. He actually, fun fact, most um, return touchdowns, most uh, pick sixes in uh, F, FBS history, uh, Emmanuel Forbes. So you, you said you went Deontay Banks, correct? Yes, sir. All right, let me get this written down for you real quick. Deontay Banks. Cornerback. Maryland. Jacobs with another Lions pick? Yeah. I think they're going to start being my rival. So after this year, I'm going to have to say fuck the Lions. Um, that was going to be my pick. I was going to go double cornerback. I was going to be weird with it. 
Um, I shouldn't do that, though. I mean, at this point, I think you have to either go with value. Like, Miles Murphy's falling right now. But at the same time, what is the one thing on offense the Lions don't really have a lot to work with? Tight end. I think this is a perfect spot. I think personally, I like Michael Meyer a little bit more out of Notre Dame because he's he's a better blocker. But in the offense that the Lions run, how fast-paced it is, how go-go-go it is, I think they go Dalton Kincaid right here. Tight end out of Utah. All right. What is that for, De- Declan? I just think Michael Myers. No, and listen, he's my number one tight end, too. You guys saw my rankings. I showed them to you. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, my number one, but it's about a fit. And I think the offense that they run, and I will say, Dalton Kincaid is a super athlete who only started playing football full-time, like sophomore, junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So I-, I think the sky's the limit. He's not not a blocker, but in that offense, I don't think he needs to be. I think they just need weapons for, for Jared Goff to stretch the field. Dalton Kincaid, uh, tight end out of Utah, in my opinion. Okay, so the very interesting Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Yes. Very weird. Baker's the starting quarterback, I guess. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and the boys. The team's good offensively-ish. Defense, defense. Defense and O-line, in my opinion. Yeah, defense is definitely a concern. Mm-hmm. So I think Can I give you my weird pick? What I what I think a fun off the wall pick for them would be? Well, I think that's where I'm going. No, you're not. I think this is where he stops slipping. I think they take Bijan Robinson out of Texas. That's that's the one. Yep. That'd be so fun in my opinion. Yep, that's where that's where I'm going. And that's this sets up this sets up Seattle perfectly, if in my opinion. That makes me nervous because I got I got Seattle again. Um, <laughs> I know he got Seattle twice. I got Detroit twice. I already went defense. I got I got the arguably the best defensive player off the board at five, which I don't. I thought that was pretty solid to get it's a home five. run. And I think with the coaching staff they have, you know what I mean, in place the system. You just brought Bobby Wagner back too. I I think that's a great pick for you, Steve. I really do. You guys are making me nervous. No, I think you're already doing great. I'm going to. I'm thinking two different ways here. I'm thinking O line because you can always need more protection for Gino. Okay. Uh, I'm also thinking wideout too. Can I tell you? I think wideout is not bad, but what I would do in Seattle right here, and obviously you don't. I really, really like the edge rushers right here. Yep. I think. I there, I got one name in mind. Don't say Lucas Van Ness. No. Miles Murphy. Yeah. But that's that's me. But I completely agree with everything you're saying. I think you can't go wrong right here with Seattle. Like I with, said, Seattle's in a very good position. You're not going to lose with this pick, Steve, is what we're saying. Like, I, I don't think you have anything to worry about here. You okay. already got probably the best defensive, probably the best player in the draft, in my and arguably with Jalen Carter. Like I mean, you're, you're got, already winning. I got a defensive tackle already, so I, I don't even gotta worry about it. But they do need edge help. I mean, I know they brought back they brought back Bobby Wagner, correct? Yeah, inside linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not 
so they're they're fine with the linebackers. They they do need an edge guy. I mean, the fact that Miles Murphy has fallen this low, I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with that pick. Is that what we're doing? Oh my god, he's six five, two seventy. What a unit. I just think, dude, you bring in Jalen Carter, Miles Murphy all and now off the edge, Bobby Wagner up the middle. You have um Tariq Woolen on the outside. Jamal Adams is still there, isn't he? Yeah. And safety. That's some pieces on that defense, dude. Yeah, I, I wide off's not bad either, though. Nice slot guy, in my opinion. I wouldn't mind that either. And we got to skip at 21. So are you going? Are you are you is that official, Steve? You and Miles Murphy? Yes. Heard. Okay. Miles Murphy. We have Miles Murphy, Edge out of Clemson. Is that like the farthest somebody from Clemson's fallen recently? <laughs> like to 21? Maybe. Basically, yeah. the way this draft goes, just pick someone from Georgia. You're fine. <laughs> SEC, you're good. Um, <laughs> Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, yeah, whatever. Um, all right. So, like Declan said, this would have been the Dolphins pick, correct? Yes. So, 21 is now the Chargers, uh, the C-words, as we, <laughs> some people will say. Gross. Yeah. Um, watch the hard R, the Chagas. Um, wow. I, I think – yeah, I said it. I think you got to go offense here, in my opinion. Really? Oh, I'm thinking opposite. I mean, I know Edge, but I was going to go B. John Robinson right here, and then they were going to move Eckler, but – Declan already took him, little fuck. Um, <laughs> I I think they need help tight end. I really do. Um, and this is where I think you get the best tight end in the draft. At 21, I think it's a great spot for him. Michael Meyer out of Notre Dame, the tight end. Give Justin Herbert all the weapons, dude. He slipped. All right. That's what I'm saying. Is that who you're talking about, slipping? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think he's a top 15 talent. Declan on the clock with the Ravens. You have to go wide out here, right? Like, I don't even think. Is that a question at this point? Or corner, but. I was thinking corner. Oh. Oh. No, no weapons for Lamar? <laughs> what a surprise. No, because remember, like Declan said, OBJ is the answer. I don't think I, I don't think they go receiver here. I think they trust in their. I think they trust in Rashad Bateman to tell you the truth. Well, I that's think why I their think... GM's a, an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. I, I, that's I why think, Lamar doesn't want to be there anymore. I think when he's on the field, they trust. They trust Rashad Bateman, so that's why I'm going to go with. And I like him a lot. I'm going to go Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Oh, I love I love Cam Smith. It's not a bad pick. What position is he? Cornerback. Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam Smith, quarterback out of South Carolina. He's a Gamecock like Logan. Oh, I got a good one. Oh, let's go. Are you excited? I'm excited for this pick. Because get it. it's the Vikings, the worst defense I've ever seen in my life. Can I tell uh, you? <laughs> I think you're going to go defense. But this might be a fun spot for Hendon Hooker right here. Taking over? I'm not right away. Learning? Learning under? Under Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk? 
Captain Kirk. I don't think they would draft a quarterback solely because of how much money Kirk Cousins makes. But he's not going to be there forever. This is true. I like your quarterback pick. Though. I mean, your defense pick here, though. They got to go defense. That they're to go thirteen and four and have a negative uh, point differential because your defense is that terrible. Yeah, I agree. And we all saw it coming that they were going to get smoked in the playoffs, right? Yes. We saw it coming. Yes. You got to go corner. You have to. And I'm taking one of the best ones that was that's been on the board. I think he slipped a little bit. I'm going Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah, I completely agree. I would have went Cam Smith or Forbes here. I I don't think there was any. I think Julius Brent's fan. Uh, I don't know. I, I just personally, I like Kaylee Ringo myself. I think he's underrated. I think I'd go Kaylee Ringo even after those two personally. But Manuel Forbes, cornerback, out of another uh, another SEC guy, Steve. See, M I S S I S S I P P I. You know, it's so funny. I'm not trying to play race into this at all. Yeah. When you see like a white guy, you know he went to a white college. There it is. Nine yeah, like, times we'll, out of ten, we'll, he's going. Will to a Levis white go to Kentucky? Makes total sense. You got Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. <laughs> Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Michael Meyer out of Notre Dame. Your boy Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I quit, dude. I'm done. Pete Skaronsky at a Northwestern. <laughs> I quit, dude. Oh, man. Where are the Wolfpack guys at? Where are the Wolfpack guys at? Um, <laughs> Not high. That's where. Um, you got an interesting one. You got the Jags. I got the Jags, yeah. <sighs> this is a bad spot, in my opinion. I, I mean, like, D-tackle-wise, I think that's where I got to lean here. I, I would have went with cornerback, but I think all the best ones are off the board. I think it's a reach right here for cornerback. Um, so at number 24 for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm going to go go Clemson. Uh, go with the Clemson uh, D-tackle. Brian Brees out of the University of Clemson. I do think that's a good pick for them. Yeah. Like I said, I, I totally – or is it uh, Brise, Brian Brise or Brian Brees? But either way, um, it's spelled weird, so that's why. We'll I always thought Brian Brees. I always – yeah, it's two E's at the end, like Breesy maybe. But I don't – either way. I think him or Kalaji Kansi, I think, are both studs. I don't need to uh, – Kalaji Kansi, like, might be it's, – it's kind of funny. He's, like, on the same trajectory Aaron Donald was, and they're both from Pitt. Not to, you know, compare him to, like, one of the best defensive players of all time, but you know what I'm saying. Um, the shorts, the Giants are on the clock. So, as we saw last year, Giants need help catching the football. Oh, wait, this is the Giants pick, not the Rams pick? No, the Rams don't have a first. Pick. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry, the website I was looking off of, the, the person that made this mock has the Rams trading. Oh, for, okay, okay. That's for this yeah. pick. Sorry, I I didn't so, I didn't realize it said that, and it said it in like tiny letters, mock trade from New York Giants. So I think here they go wide receiver. Okay. Although I do love Zay Flowers out of Boston College, I think he's a little small, and I think that's not what they're looking for. No, here. Jordan Addison's the answer here. 
Yes, I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say Jordan Addison at USC here. Number twenty-five, Jordan Addison. I love that. That's a good. That's good value for him too. Yep. Played at Pitt with Kenny Pickett. Played USC Caleb Williams. So he's played with pro quarterbacks. I love it. I think that's a great weapon for Danny Dimes. Ah, how how funny! The team I'm picking for right now. How fucking funny! They got a guy that falls right in their lap now. It depends which way you're looking at it. What do you think here, Steve? What are you What are you leaning towards? I know it's it's the Dallas Cowboys, guys. We haven't understood. Logan's probably on the edge of his seat right now. Um, How's Nelly going to play this one out? For as much shit as we gave Dallas last year for drafting, um, what's his face? Oh, what was his, the lineman's name? Oh, some bum. Yeah, but he wasn't bad. He, was he wasn't bad. Good. You're right. Tyler Smith. That's right. He had a good rookie year. He Even Logan, Logan hated the pick, too. He had a good he rookie did. year. We were laughing. He was He was so upset. Jacobs made the pick, and he goes, ooh, that's not a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they, Roger Goodell said it. I, I went, oh, that's not a good pick. <laughs> I, but the best, because I was on FaceTime with, with him, and then I think Nate was on with us, too. Our buddy and and Logan, and he makes the pick, and Logan's like Logan is a little bit behind me, and I went, oh. <laughs> and I had my TV on mute, and he was like, "Oh no, what just happened?" <laughs> you know, He's like, I'm not gonna like this. You know, the more I'm thinking about, it, I was low key thinking, call me crazy. I was low key thinking more interior line help for the Cowboys. I don't think- hate that. No, I don't. I don't hate that. But. I think them um, – I, I'd say they go one of the better defensive players on the board that's available, in my opinion. I think you they know, should bolster up the defense. I, you know what? Give me one of them Iowa boys. Give me Jack Campbell off the board. Ooh. Who are you going with? Jack Campbell. This is going to sound bad. I don't have him on my big board. <gasps> He's the 55th guy. That's why, yeah, I don't want to be in. I thought you were going Luke, Lucas Van Ness. That's what I thought. I, that was the other one I was thinking of. I Maybe I got the two switch because I said he was one of the be- better guys that was still left on the board. I don't want to be that guy, Steve. Lucas Van Ness is – maybe Campbell has a better – Van Ness is the better prospect here. Yeah. You know what? Let me switch them too. You're I feel good? Like an, I feel like – because I was looking at who they lost. I was like, well, they lost one of their edge guys. I don't know. They lost a linebacker. Yeah. Let me see if I can switch picks here then. I'm taking Van Ness. Sorry, Logan. It's the Cowboys. I mean. See, and right here too, I mean, Lucas Van Ness drops a lot. I would have either went Kalijah Canty or I would have went with somebody like um, either Darnell Washington, the tight end of Georgia, or Zay Flowers right there. I think think, uh, Dak needs some help. Let's be real here. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking wide receiver as like a, a sort of a reach, but I didn't think. I thought they maybe needed more. Um, Yo, more Kristen help. and Logan are blowing on my phone right now, dude. Uh, I think they're talking about the Canes game, but like, I, I have thirteen text messages right now. You want to score check on that? I'll, I'll look it up. No, no, no. They're not playing until tomorrow. I think they're talking about like tickets for tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh. We do not care. What do you mean we don't care? Of course <laughs> I care. I want to go to the game. All right. 
That means the you Buffalo, got a fun one. The Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons. Like, like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. You guys did that actually pretty decently timed together. Um, the Buffalo Bills, they're in a decent spot here. Um, I think you can go a few different ways. I think this might be where you can finally start dipping your feet into the interior offensive linemen, like, like Zanelli just talked about. I mean, Zay Flowers here at 27 smells really good. Shit, call me crazy. I even might like Jameer Gibbs here out of Bama, the running back at 27. Maybe I'm reaching a little bit, but Devin Singletary is gone now. You know what I mean? Uh, you just drafted James Cook, so if you want to give him a shot, but, oh, man. I think you got to go either center guard, like the interior, or you got to go wide out. Declan, I'm just curious, where do you go if you're if you're Buffalo right here? I want to hear your opinion. Buffalo, let me pull them up real quick. I say you go O line. I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm like I'm liking I'm liking Schmitz out of Minnesota. I see. I like John Michael Schmitz. That's a great name too. By That's the way, That's a cool name. <laughs> John Michael Schmitz. Um, Joe Titman out of Wisconsin. I like a lot too. Know who I really like though? Uh, you know what? I like Osiris Torrance a lot out of Florida. That's who I thought you were going to say solely because of the name. Well, That's yeah, a cool but name. I almost kind of want to go with cold weather just because of Buffalo. You know what I mean? You get the nasty one of the Big Ten boys in Buffalo. Fuck it. Give me Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin. Maybe I'm reaching. But Joe Tipman. Let me get find me him. Joe Tipman. Tipman. Tip. Tipman? Yeah. T-I-P-P-M-A-N-N. Joe Tipman. Oh, he's far. Where is he? <laughs> this might be a search. How far down is he? Don't make me feel like an asshole. Not top 100. No way. I gotta find. Let me look at this. There's no way he's not top 100, dude. Yo, Tipman, 66. My mistake. I was gonna say, no shot. My bad. All right, what do we got here? Um, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. The Bengals are on the board. All right. So, Cincinnati Bengals, they need secondary help. I think this one's actually, you know, fairly easy. I think this is, I think we're going the same route here. Yeah. Brian Branch. Yep. Safety out of of Bama. He would have fit perfectly in Philly, too. It's a shame two picks earlier, but. I think you need him if you're – yeah, I agree. That's an easy pick. All right, Steve, I propose a trade with you right now. You want to trade with me? Bam, 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 bam. I would like spot? to tra- – would you like so you can pick for the Eagles? Would, would you like to pick an Eagles pick since you had to pick a Cowboys pick? Um... Or would, would you like me to pick for your birds? You know, I, I I have faith in you, Jacobs. You, okay. you 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 know you know your way around a board. I know my way around other things too, buddy. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. All right. Well, then, you, uh, Steve, the third to last pick of the first round, the New Orleans Saints are on the clock. You're on the clock, buddy. <sighs> you know. I think this pick is easy for me. I I think I think so too because he. He he's a pretty high uh, prospect and very high for his position. I'm gonna go defense here. Yeah, I agree. 
Cam Jordan's getting old. I thought you were saying different name. Someone's got to take over his spot. Give me Kalaja Kansi. Yep, that's exactly who I had in mind, brother. That's a great pick. Really? I love it. I he love fell. it. He fell. I think. That's not it's yeah. I think he's in the twenties at some point, yeah. But it wouldn't shock me if somebody reaches and goes higher on him. How do you spell his name? Kalaja C A L I J A H. Okay, they have, him at, they have him at twenty six here. Yeah, it's right around, I think, in my opinion. I was thinking Derek Hall, Philly's first baseman. <laughs> All right. So, so the Philadelphia Eagles go Eagles. Now, keep in mind, Declan believes they're taking a defensive end here at I mean, 10. There's where, a... where, are they, where are they going at 30? Kalaja Kansi would have been a great pick here, in my opinion. They need a tackle. They need a linebacker. Um, Could always use a wide receiver. If Zay Flowers falls to 30. I highly doubt that, though. I do, too. But there's always people who drop, dude. Yep. Always. Call me crazy here. Know who I really, really like. And I, I don't. I'm, I'm debating. I'm, I'm 50-50 on this pick right now. The two names that I'm stuck on. I'm just going to be real with you, too. Nolan Smith. That's a good pick. And Jameer Gibbs. The Eagles don't have... I died doing Nolan Smith. I, I know, but they don't have that electric... Brandon Graham's getting old, though. Give me Nolan Smith out of Georgia. And Brandon Graham only did sign for a year. I know. And I – yeah. Eagles got like two edges. Put him with um, – honestly, dude, I high key for a second, Declan. I thought about Kaylee Ringo here too, the cornerback. Really? Yeah, I did. He's he, I think, he I my think third. I think you're fading my boy, Julius. Or maybe I am, but I'm not huge on him. Edge out of Georgia. All right, last pick of the first round, boys. We made it. We did Kansas it. Kansas City Chiefs touchdown. Kansas City, the Super Bowl champs. Declan, I think this pick is obvious in my opinion. I really want to go. I want to go Zay Flowers. You have to. Yeah, Zay Flowers. If he falls to thirty-one, dude. So who would the wideouts be then? You have, you, you know, Zay Flowers, um, Jacoby Sky Myers, Moore. correct, right? Yeah, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Wait, is Jacoby Myers, or did he go to the Raiders? Am I crazy? Jacoby Myers, I thought, I thought he was on the the Patriots. He was, but he left. No, he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Who do the Chiefs bring in? Was it Nelson Aguilar? Am I crazy? No. No. It was... wasn't Aguilar. Either way, I think they need help in the wideout room. They did bring somebody in. You're right. I know I they know. did, dude. I know they did. I need you to look up the depth chart or something. I got you. Yeah. I just – but yeah, Zay Flowers wide out of Boston College. That would be crazy if he fell that low. Yeah, I agree. Maybe it was Jacoby Myers. 
I, I feel like no Raiders. Yeah, that's why I was like, no, I feel like because the joke was like he threw the pass to the Raiders last year, mm-hmm. and then he followed him. He was like, yeah, well, I guess I I threw a touchdown for you last year. I may as well come play I for you. They signed anybody? That's wild. Now that I think of it, Marcus Valdez Scantling, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. Yeah, no, they didn't pick anybody up. Wow, yeah, all right, cool, boys. That's that's a good one. There it is. Yeah. All right, so let's run through it um, one last time. So we're gonna go all thirty-one real quick. So Carolina first pick Bryce Young, Houston C.J. Stroud. Arizona, Will Anderson, Indianapolis, Anthony Richardson, Seattle, Jalen Carter, Detroit, Christian Gonzalez, Vegas, Devin Witherspoon, Atlanta, Will Levis, Chicago, Paris Johnson Jr., Philadelphia, Tyree Wilson. Would it be something if Will Levis gets picked at eight? <laughs> I will fucking scream. Tennessee, Pete Skaronsky, uh, Houston, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Green Bay, Quentin Johnson, New England, Broderick Jones, the Jets, Darnell Wright, Washington, Joey Porter Jr., Pittsburgh, Deontay Banks, Detroit, Dalton Kincaid, Tampa, Bijan Robinson, Seattle, Miles Murphy, the Chargers, Michael Meyer, Baltimore. I don't know why it sounded like I said Michael Myers right there. Baltimore, Cam Smith, Minnesota, Emmanuel Forbes, Jacksonville, Brian Breesy, Brees, whatever. Uh, Giants, Jordan Addison, Dallas, Lucas Van Ness, Buffalo, Joe Tipman, the worst pick of the first round, apparently. <laughs> Cincinnati, <laughs> Brian Branch, New Orleans, Kalaja Kansi. I can, I can see Brian Branch in that jersey, too. I think he'd look good. Uh, Philly, Nolan Smith, and Mr. Irrelevant of the first round, Zay Flowers. There we have it. That's what they That's call it. the last pick in the first round, Mr. Irrelevant? No, it's the last pick of the draft. But... Uh. Well, so, last pick in the first round. He's first round Mr. Irrelevant. Correct. He's Thursday's Mr. Irrelevant. Some big names that didn't get picked. Hendon Hooker. Um, Osiris Torrance we talked about a little bit. The, I uh, like Steve Avila a lot, too, the guard out of TCU. That mock draft I was telling you where the, the Giants trade their pick to yeah. the Rams. They had the Rams taking Hendon Hooker. Okay, I can see that. I, I like, like Keon, that. Keon White a lot out of Georgia Tech. B.J. Ojolari, Derek Hall, like Declan had said. Um, a fun name, by the way. Felix Inaduki Uzoma. <laughs> um, Kaylee Ringo, another name. Um, Anton Harrison is a, a fringe first-round pick, a tackle out of Oklahoma. I like Darnell Washington and Sam Laporta a lot. If they fall to the second round, I think they're great picks for whoever gets them. Jameer Gibbs as well, the running back. So there's, I think there's a lot of talent. Just like every year, too, there's going to be some talent that falls from day one to day two. Mm-hmm. People are going to get some some good picks in the first round. So that's a fun one. Um, what do you think we just go for one? One single, who am I? For all the marbles today. Let's do it. NBA or NFL? Oh, no, we're doing NFL. I'm telling you right now. All right. This player was a top five overall pick. Okay. Guys, anybody want to guess? Oh, I forgot we're supposed to do that. (laughs) Aiden Hutchinson. 
Um, what's his face? Raiders. I forget his name. <laughs> Come Mark on, Russell. Mark Strassel. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, Six-time Pro Bowl. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Top five pick. Um... There's something out there. Patrick Peterson. Both incorrect. Definitely, can I tell you, since mm. we're only doing the one, Calvin Johnson was one of the four I was going to do tonight. Mm. And he's actually a six-time Pro Bowler, like literally six times. That's mm. wild. That's real. Yeah, wow. Um, that was on purpose. This player has their number retired by a team. Joe Namath. Broadway Joe? You know what? I'm doubling down on that. <laughs> you're both you're both incorrect. It's cool. <laughs> um this player played most notably one team, but did play for three teams. Oh shit. Mike Vick. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to double down on the Mike Vick. Incorrect. He played for more than three teams anyway. Um, Did he? Yeah, Falcons, Jets, Eagles, Steelers. He was a Steeler? Um, yeah. Um, I don't think this will help you guys. So this player was a three-time Big East Offensive Player of the Year. In college, Big East definitely worse than teams in the Big East. Nova, Creighton, UConn. Um, they're no longer in the Big East. Well, yeah, that don't do no good. That Drew? that's a that's a hint, <laughs> dickhead. Um, All right, this player played in a Super Bowl. In a Super Bowl? Yes. So, like, you're not specifying whether he won or lost it? Played in a Super Bowl. Uh, Six-time Pro Bowler, so he wasn't terrible. He's got his number retired. He's got to be good. He's a fringe Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Like, I wouldn't be upset to see him in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know if he ever will get there. Steve, I only know one team that left the Big East, and that's Notre Dame. They are in the same conference as Notre Dame. Hmm. What conference is Notre Dame in? And they're—I mean—they're only in one. Basketball is the only. Maybe baseball too. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I know in football, they're football—they're not in a conference. Correct. They are in the ACC in basketball. He's probably wrong. Give me Heath Miller. <laughs> Great name. I know, awesome. just, a lot of, a lot of, just, just to give us a new hint, let's go Jamarcus Russell. Correct. Um, 
This player ranks eighth in quarterback rushing yards. He played in the Super Bowl? Correct. But he was formerly in the Big East. Mm-hmm. He, when he was in college, he was in the Big East? Yes. <laughs> give me uh, give me Mark Brunel. <laughs> Ryan Leaf. Incorrect. So this is like 90s. Yeah. Also, don't quote me on this. Yes. This player was also a walk-on for their basketball team as well. Played basketball for two years. Played basketball and football at their school. All right. I think I got a shot in the dark. Ran eight rushing yards and played in that. Okay. Dante Culpepper. I was going Steve McNair. Both good guesses, both incorrect. Was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. That's not going to help me. All right, well, then I'll give you one that will help. It's Donovan McNabb. Declan, what's your pick? I think I have it. I'm feeling good about that guess. He went to college at Syracuse. Syracuse. Top five pick. He is a six-time Pro Bowler. Syracuse plays with Clemson in the ACC. It is Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. (laughs) I know who's picked before him. Did you look? Did did you look? Did you look it up, buddy? I did not look it up. I swear. No, you're good. It made so much sense because I know Tim Couch was picked right before him. Correct. Yeah. Tim Couch went to Kentucky. All right. Well, then I can't. We can't end on a tie. That's not fair. Let's go, McNabb. It's like Syracuse. Who does Syracuse play? They play Clemson every year, and Clemson runs the ACC because they stink. Uh, oh, excuse me, I burped. Um, all right, NBA, four-time NBA champion. This is just tiebreaker, so you guys just call shit out. LeBron James. If somebody gets it first, I will say yes. Four-time NBA champion. Um, Declan, you're allowed to guess again if you. Dwayne Wade. Like if Steve can't figure something out. Shaq, Kareem, Jerry West. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> David Nwaba. Come on, Steve. Someone to have four rings. That's even hard to begin with. Um, Patrick and Call. Sam Jones, uh, five time Dave... NBA, five time NBA All Star. Fine, one guess each. Fuck it, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> Bill Walton, Declan, Luke Walton. <laughs> I hate you both so much. <laughs> NBA three point champion, contest champion, three point contest champion. Larry Bird. He was more than a five-time All-Star. I know. I know. Um, Draymond Green. Was a three-point yeah, like he won a three-point contest. And he beat Kevin Hart. That's not saying much. <laughs> uh, number, el- number 11 overall pick. 
out of Washington State. Washington State? Not Washington. Washington State? The Cougars. Dylan Brooks. Nope. He went to Oregon. That was dumb. Yep. I, don't, I can't even name a player from Washington State. Uh, yeah, you sure can. I can't even think of the logo. Is that sad? He's not a hilltopper, so I'm not going to get it. Won a gold medal in the uh, in 2016. Oh my god! I'm just going to start saying hints until somebody gets it. Son of a former NBA player. Why am I drawing a blank? This sucks. Four rings. I do know one guy that played at Washington State, Brandon Roy. Incorrect. Um, what a throwback call. Two-time All-NBA third team, one-time All-Defensive second team. Okay, so active, this guy, this guy was player. like, he, he was like really good. He wasn't great. Active player. He's currently active. Active player. Won the three-point contest. 2016 gold medalist. Who was even on that 2016 team? They were still good. He's only played for one team his whole career. Won a lot, played for one team. How many rings? Four. What pick? Eleven. Eleven pick. One team. Wait a minute. Twenty sixteen. Two time first team all pack ten. Twenty fifteen, twenty seventeen. All NBA rookie team, first team. Oh, my God. Who is it? 2016, 2017. His father was the number one overall pick. 2021. Wait. 2016, 2017. His father won two NBA championships in the 80s. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. I was counting the rings. I was trying to count the rings. That's it. I would have never got it, and it blew right over my head. Yeah. All right. So let's That hurts. We won't do too too much of this just because I think it's that was a number one overall pick. Yeah, Michael Thompson. Yep, nineteen seventy eight. Was he a stiff or was he actually good? He won two titles. I mean, he wasn't terrible. Um, I didn't know his dad was the number one pick either. Mm-hmm. All right, so the shorts wins that one. Okay. All right, MLB news: um, the Phillies are almost five hundred. The Pittsburgh Pirates are sixteen and seven. Um, they've won seven in a row. Uh, the Rangers are pretty good. The Tampa Bay Rays are nineteen and three. The Athletics stink. Yeah, they do. We'll talk about that in a second. And the Royals stink. That's your baseball recap. The, uh, the Snickers are stinking. Zanelli, uh team of the week. Take it away. All right, recapping last week. You guys are winners. I'm a loser. Um, you said it, not me. I just being honest. so just to recap Declan took over three wins for the Texas Rangers they went four and one over the week um Jacobs you did the stinky Oakland Athletics under three wins they went one and four they were one and five oh one and five I I see I I always forget how to count like that one game I don't know it depends on what we're doing like if we're doing it on a Monday it's Monday on if it's Tuesday it's Tuesday on yeah 
Yeah. And then I took the over three wins on the Cleveland Guardians, and they bombed. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, <laughs> updated records, Declan in the lead at two wins, zero losses, one win. Jacobs at two wins, one loss, no ties. And myself at the bottom at one, one, and one. There it is. <laughs> Feels right, great so, to be mid. And updated, updated for this week, our picks of the week. Yeah, Zanelli, take – yeah, I'll say, what's your pick? Uh, I took the St. Louis Cardinals, my first under of the season. I have the St. Louis Cardinals at under three wins. Who are they playing this week? They are playing – oh, they're they're playing – they're on the road. They got a road, uh, west road trip. They're playing the San Francisco Giants and the L.A. Dodgers seven days straight. All right, the shorts, your pick this week. I took the Milwaukee Brewers – I believe they take on the Tigers, and who is it? I don't even know. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. The Tigers and uh, the Angels, both at home. Okay. Uh, and Jacobs this week, I got my second team, the Baltimore Orioles. Go O's. Uh, they are home for three against the Red Sox. I'm going over, by the way, on wins, over three. And they have four games at Detroit. So, yep. So they have seven games this week. I'm playing the numbers game here. He's got to go four and three. That's all I need. So, cool. All right, boys. This day in sports. Here we And here we go. All right. right, So, in 1917, on this day, by the way, on this day, uh, this is our last April podcast. Pretty crazy. April 24th. Uh, so on this day, April 24th, 1917, Yankee lefty George Mogridge no-hits the Red Sox in a 2-1 to win at Fenway. Yes, I said that right. The Red Sox scored one run. Still got no hit. Uh, in 1945, Albert B. Happy Chandler is named the second-ever baseball commissioner. In 1956... American League umpire Frank Umont is the first to wear glasses in a regular season game. On this day in 1957, Chicago Cub pitchers walk a National League record nine Cincinnati Reds in one inning, the fifth inning. Pretty impressive. Uh, On this day in 1962, L.A. Dodgers Sandy Koufax, second career 18 strikeout game, 10-2 win over the Cubbies in Chicago. On this date in 1963, 17th NBA championship, the Boston Celtics defeat the L.A. Lakers four games to two. And going with that, Bob Cousy's final game, 1963. Uh, It was a 112-109 win in game six for their fifth straight NBA championship. Wild, dude, the Celtics back in the day. Um, In 1966, Atlanta Braves win... National League record, 18 straight home games. Uh, In 1967, the 21st NBA championship, the Philadelphia 76ers defeat the San Francisco Warriors four games to two. 10-9-8, baby. On this day in 1974, the NFL grants a franchise to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They stunk when they started. Uh, They were so bad. On this day in 1978, Nolan Ryan strikes out 15, 20th time he had 15 strikeouts in a game. And that was in 78. Still pitched for another almost 15 years, 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah, he 
the, his longevity is unreal. Um, on this day in 1981, San Antonio Spurs block 20 Golden State Warrior shots to set the NBA regular game record. Uh, on this day in 1988, the NFL draft, first overall pick, tight end out of Auburn, Andre Bruce. Never heard of him before. Not afraid to admit it. On this day in 1994, David Robertson scores the seventh, the tied for seventh highest total in NBA history, 71 points. I think it might have been on the last day of the season, too, and I think that's how he secured the uh, scoring title. I could be wrong, though. Uh, on this day in 1994, the NFL draft, first overall pick out of Ohio State, Dan Wilkinson drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. On this day in 2004, First overall pick of the NFL draft. Can you name him? Oh four. The what draft? Oh four. San Diego Chargers are the first overall pick. Oh, Drew Brees. Eli Manning. Correct. Eli Manning. Oh, was Eli then traded to the Giants. One of the best pictures ever. Yeah, for Philip Rivers. One of the best pictures ever. When he went up there holding the jersey. Oh, my God. He was miserable. <laughs> um, some birthdays. See if you guys know this one. Uh, former Croatian basketball player. Happy birthday to Dino Raja. Nope. <laughs> no. Name sounds familiar. Yeah. 2K legend. Happy yeah. birthday to Omar Vizquel. Baseball wow. What a, I have his rookie card. Fun fact. Yeah. Dude, he yeah. One of the best defenders of all time. Happy birthday to a reliever, Todd Jones from Marietta, Georgia. Happy birthday to Jeff Brom. He was a quarterback for the Niners, born in Louisville, Kentucky. I think he went to Louisville, too, actually. Um, I feel like he's a coach, too. Call me crazy. Um, uh, Where can I go now? There you go. Here's a pretty good one. Happy birthday to Hall of Fame infielder, eight-time All-Star, one-time MVP, one of the best switch hitters of all time, Chipper Jones. Oh, I, I, my grandmother always despised him. Oh yeah, we yeah, Braves, yeah. Happy birthday to former Sixers legend, born in Canton, Ohio, point guard Eric Snow. Oh yeah, I love it. Happy birthday to former uh, former U.S. Masters runner-up from. Overseas, Lee Westwood, the golfer. Happy birthday to one of the best cheaters himself, Carlos Beltran. Hey now, hey now. Uh, happy birthday to one of my arch rivals, but you got to give him credit. Uh, and he's gone through so much. Chris Letang of the Penguins had the stroke this year. His dad died, uh, defenseman. He's a Hall of Famer, though. Happy birthday to one of the best in the world right now. In tennis australian tennis player ashley barty she's awesome and happy birthday to you might not know this name but she turns 26 today lydia ko she's from new zealand she's a golfer she was the youngest i have it right here she's currently number two in the world she achieved uh the top ranking on february 2nd 2015 at 17 years nine months and nine days of age making her the youngest player of either gender to be ranked number one in the world at 17 years old. Wow. Wild. So, yeah, man, that was on the stay in sports with Jacobs.
So, um, boys, any uh, any final thoughts, Mr. Sinelli? Uh, it's going to be weird seeing Aaron Rodgers not only in a Jets jersey, but he's not going to be wearing number 12. I'm okay with it. Yeah, number eight, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I don't think I love it. It's going to look like an old Kirk Cousins. I love it. An old LSD Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to see him at the media in New York. I hate him. Oh, God. Uh, the shorts, any final thoughts? Tired. I feel that, dude. Did not sleep last night. It was Sunday night. But we do have a half day tomorrow. Tomorrow and Wednesday. Nice. Uh, Jacob's final thoughts. Tomorrow's my last ever day of college class. Um, still have homework, so that sucks, but you know. Um, 10 on 8, 76ers. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. All right. Um, and uh, hopefully we go to the Canes game tomorrow, so let's go Canes. That about wraps us up, though, guys. So um, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We had a great, great time on this podcast. Zanelli, I'm happy you got to do the draft with us this year. I know you don't know college quite as well. But uh, I thought we had a really good time, and you made some very good picks. Don't don't kid yourself. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate but, that, man. Abs- it was absolutely. actually it was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah, uh, Declan, did it live up to the hype? I, I don't think it was as good as last year because last year's draft class was very crazy. Yeah, I to say the least. That was that this draft a, ended up going everywhere this, this year. Is a pretty top heavy draft. Yeah, I was going to say that. This one, you know, when you get down in the depths, it, it becomes a weaker draft. But we're talking about George Karloftis at the 30th pick being an absolute game changer last year. To where, yeah, I agree. You know. so, but still fun. Yeah, still a very good time. So, all right. Well, like I said, check us out on our, uh, on our socials, on Apple and on Spotify. And uh, we'll be back to you next week with a whole new episode of the North South Podcast. So, for the shorts and for Zanelli, this is Jacobs signing off. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a good night. Deuces. Turn it up and enjoy the show.